The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by BlueChew.com. Get the chewables that give you the confidence you need and the performance you both want when it's time to have fun. BlueChew.com. Use code Vegas for $20 off your first order. Now, Waddle and Sylvie. Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Chicago ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Don't forget, we'll have all the Bears coverage for you tomorrow. We start early in the morning, 2, 8 a.m. I'll be uh, in the Waldron deck uh, to start the So if you're tailgating. Having a couple cold ones? Maybe I'll stop by. I, I got to uh, get to know some of the Waldron deck uh, tailgaters because that's where I'm going to be parking. So uh, maybe I'll grab a brat off someone's grill on the way in to gate O. And then uh, our broadcast will begin Miller at 10. Parks? Miller, don't you park there? Aren't you a Waldron deck guy as a season ticket holder? Yeah, when I go, I tend to. That's yeah. the my favorite. Maybe you can get one of Meller's brats. Meller won't be there though tomorrow. You son of a. Yeah, tomorrow I will not. You know who will be? Who's my gonna... uh, my two nieces are playing in the halftime game. All oh, right. It's uh, yeah. Um, Abby and Haley will be, and my dad will be in attendance to, to watch them play at halftime. That's well, they got a flag football game in halftime. Correct. Yes. Like they got a. They probably have like a couple, right? They split the field yeah, and they I... let a couple of the groups go. Yeah, I don't know the specifics, but I do know they're going to be on the field playing at halftime. So. Okay, great. Sylvie should do play-by-play of you it. Should yeah. for, yeah. The, for the halftime show. Yeah, I think Danny has got a bigger plans. No offense. Wow. Shots. For our, wow. for our halftime Shots. show. Yeah. Shot to your to your nieces. I got to get the do's and don'ts from Thayer, too, in the booth. I'm very nervous about that. That uh, That's their spot. They, they've been doing this forever. And Don't be surprised if you get, you get a Charlie horse right in the middle of, you know, like an update or an interview. Like there. That's how you get indoctrinated. You're going to get beaten up in yeah. there? Yeah. Little Charlie horse. Yesterday, we had a great day out at Bears Camp, too. My kids... Uh, came out um and they were on uh, for all the twitchers who who are on and watching right now a praxy made a uh, guest appearance on the twitch cam nice and he was showing off his uh, bear's necklace uncle tommy waddle spoiled the kids as usual he the, the right when they got to camp and they didn't get there right at the beginning i was watching camp and they arrived at about 11 o'clock and braxton right away Having a meltdown because he wanted to get one of this. It's a big chain. Big chain with like the ba- a big Bears logo. The, the new Bears logo. Yeah. And someone wants to talk about the logo here in a minute. The big bear, the Bears head logo. Um, Why he, shouldn't he have that? Because we've, we, he, they just got a new Justin Fields jersey. They just got a new DJ Moore jersey. It was my gift to him and his and, brother. And, and, and they got enough. They were both wearing their fake chains, their fake gold chains from Amazon. They have enough. They have enough. So Braxy, right away, I want a chain. Mom said no. Allie said no. So he, he knows when I came to see, he's already... He's already having a meltdown. So he comes over, and I'm, like, happy to see them. And he's already whining. And I said, what's wrong? He goes, Daddy, can I get one of the chains? And I look at Allie, and she says, no, I already told them no. I go, nope, 
cannot you already have enough you don't need that right now it's, it's i thought he needed one it's junk i, I mean, thought he needed it's one junk. i thought he needed so, one so so we already laid down the law no and, and and as anyone with kids that age know the the last thing you need there is to get while they're whining is to give the kid the way because that will just teach them that the whining shows them that more whining means that they get their way here comes uncle tommy waddlestride again Chains for everybody. <laughs> Next thing I know, Braxy's smiling, running over to me. Daddy, look at my chain. I'm like, what'd you do? I got it for him and Mason. I told them they had to share. And what did Braxton do when he came over? He said to Mason, do you want to try it on? Yeah, they share nicely. There you go. I know. I know. Next time he's whining about something, I'm, I'm, sending, him to your, I'm yeah. sending him to your house. Door will be locked. <laughs> I have a uh, ring doorbell now, too. He's very yeah. good of you. So if I see him, no, he's always welcome. Cost-cutting after you got rid of the security guard. I never had a security guard. Why did you perpetrate that fraud? <laughs> Don't per- perpetrate that fraud. Mark in Dallas, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mark? What's going on, fellas? How you feeling today? We feeling feel fabulous. <clears throat> yes. I just wanted to know, how do you guys feel about replacing the seat on the hammer with the bear? I don't have an enormously strong opinion about it. I said yesterday, look, you can wear a tuxedo T-shirt as long as you're winning more games than losing. So, uh, but I like this. I, I like both logos. I do like the bear logo, but there's something about the C. If you gave me a vote, my vote would be that you maintain you, what would, it is. Would you want them to do that, Mark? Because they, for those, he's asking that because the Bears officially made the bear head logo. Their their primary logo over the C. The C is now their secondary logo. But the Bears have said that they have no intention of removing the C from the helmet. Yeah, I got, I got like goosebumps about that. I'm like, ooh, that don't even sound right. When I think of the Bears, <laughs> I think of the C. Yeah. Um, I think I think the bear logo is a good one, though. I really do. I, I think it's but I I'm with you, Mark. I would rather they just keep. I think the C is kind of iconic. Can I see the mock-up? I mean, I, I know that's weird to say because I know what it looks like. It doesn't like. look horrible. Can I see it on the helmet? Can someone do that for me? Where they give me they they give me the helmet, and and I want to see is that too congested? Because the C is simple, and it's just it's it's I, it's perfect. It is, and I think that the family has always felt this is the impression I get. Throwbacks are fine; they're all good with throwbacks. But if it's not a throwback, then they're not interested in changing it. And I think that they said as much, like you said, that they're not going to remove the C from the helmet. Maybe they'll be more willing to make a change once the new stadium is up and operating. The only counter I would say to the throwbacks is, how did they become throwbacks? That's a good point. Like It's because they, they changed to yeah. a newer uniform. That is true. So like throughout the Bears' history, they've always been willing to change to a new uniform. Yeah. So why, like, why not? Why, what's the fear of trying something new again? Look, if you've always done it throughout the '40s and the '50s, and you know what I mean, like, yeah, you can I, always tweak some things. I, it, it really, again, to me, is not a huge deal. I would vote to keep the C. It's not a huge deal. I just want them to win more games consistently. What they wear is in, inconsequential to me. Meller sent it to me. It's a mock-up on. On, it's actually on like Justin Fields's. Yeah, it doesn't helmet. look bad. It looks good. Yeah, it's not. It's not it, like it doesn't make it. No, 
It's it's not like clutter. It's not too big. It's not too small. I mean, it, it's again, if they decide to do it, I'm not going to complain. I don't care. In my opinion, the worst, like, I, I'm bad with the fashion, all right? Let me preface everything by saying this. I am bad with fashion. Just look at the way I dress. I believe the worst uniform addition in the city over the last five years is the Wrigleyville City Connect jersey. Oh, really? I, I, but I, I still, I don't, like, rage against it when right. it's on, but I, I think the Cubs could have done something better than that. I think the City Connect uniform could have been better than that. I think that's fair. Like, it's not the more, ch- listen, the White Sox one is, I think is really good. The, yeah, and really, really good. good. I, I yeah. think that that's the best thing they've done in yeah, the last no three question. years. Yes. Is the uniform. No question. If that they played as well as their uniforms, yes. they'd be in I good shape. I get what shape. you're saying. Like, like, yeah, and the Cubs have a lot of good uniforms. There's look, so many I, to pick from from the Cubs. I think that if you change the logo on the helmet, you'd sell a, a bazillion helmets, you know, like the small ones where the kids buy them and then they have them signed by their favorite players and stuff and such. I think you'd make some money on it. That's sharp. I don't know why for one game you can't wear a helmet like that. Like the Chargers do the throwbacks for a couple games. The Titans, who the Bears are playing, are wearing the Houston Oilers jerseys for a couple games. Why can't the Bears go forward and wear the helmet for one game I and just, see how that goes? I just hope at some point at the, either the middle of this year, at the end of this year, this is the biggest controversy that right. this team no, is facing. Not, and it's no. not even controversy. No, I know, yet. but I mean, like, listen, I, like I said, you can wear whatever you want. Just start winning some games. Let's do this. But it's what's cool about the hat. Like, yesterday you wore the B hat. The yeah. classic B is a cool baseball cap. Yeah. The bear head on the hat looks cool. I, the like C said, on the hat looks cool. Like, you, all you the could bears do worse. hats. Yeah. You could definitely do worse than this. Paul in uh, Park Forest here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Paulie? Hey, guys. How are you doing today? We're Good. great. So, uh, for the first preseason game, it's really pretty simple. I just want to see some continuity out of the offense and defense. So, see them starting to work as a team. That's it. Pretty simple. I think that's fair, too, Paul. And part of continuity is, is you know what? There's not a bunch of false starts. They're not making mental mistakes. Everyone's doing their job. It may not equate to lighting up the scoreboard, but you come away going, you know what? At least from a procedural standpoint, we were clean. That's step one for mm-hmm. me. And then, Again, you got a lot of new faces in each huddle. Or if you weren't clean, you know what to clean up. Sure. George in Oak Park, you're on ESPN 1000. Long time no talk, George. What's up, boys? Georgie. Uh, hell no, you don't play them. Oh. Wrap them. Wrap them. Come on now. Wrap them in bubble wrap. Wrap them in bubble wrap and then. You don't really mean that. I mean it 100%. Are you kidding me? Justin Fields gets hurt in a preseason game, and then the next three months, four months of my life is going to be miserable, awful. You got a lovely family. Your life won't be miserable for the next three months. Uh, yeah, no, they're great. Um, listen, <laughs> yeah, I love, no, yeah, they're, not, they're not bad. I love my family. They're awesome, and they're excited to wear their Justin Fields jerseys and watch him play, not wear their Justin Fields jerseys because. You know, he's got a high ankle sprain. Do you drive your car to and from work? Do I? Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm a real estate broker. Okay, so well, I mean, my, there's, my an inherent, my there, there's an inherent risk with driving, but you still do it, right? Okay, but I don't have millions of people who are excited to watch me drive every Sunday. Oh, I bet there it are. Makes their I bet there are. Yeah. I bet no, you're in the no, billion-dollar no. club these yeah, days. No Aren't you in the billion-dollar club? When it comes to looks and when it comes to other things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, money's not everything, Sylvie. Listen, <laughs> well, you... I, you I you wrap them up. Your clients... I think your clients would argue with that. That you wrap them up in bubble wrap? No, that the money isn't everything. I think when you're selling their house, I think they want top dollar. Well, they're going to get top dollar. That mon- Money's not everything to me, but it's everything to my client. It's, okay. It's my client's money means everything to me. Okay, that's a better Sylvie, motto. That, that's how you, you should put that you, on your card. Sylvie, are you selling your house? Because if you are, you got to use me. Not if I'm you just, say yeah, that I'm Justin just, Fields doesn't play. I'm just I'm hoping that George isn't showing up in any of Carmen's favorite uh, off-air videos that he likes to peruse. I, that's all I'm hoping right now. The feet videos? Yeah. <laughs> well, no. I mean, like, hey, you know, he's... You know, You're talking about realtor real porn? Yeah. Yeah. You're talking about realtor porn? That's I don't a, know nothing about that. It's a good question. Um, George, let me ask you a serious question. Is realtor <laughs> yeah. porn big amongst fellow realtors? Or do you guys look down on that? Um, I've never talked to my fellow realtors about porn because I'm 100% professional. But I did. Uh, I've heard of realtor porn. It's not my thing. You know. You know, realtor porn for a realtor is not fun. It's like if you're a lifeguard and your friends are like, "Hey, let's go to the pool." You're like, "I don't want to go to the pool. I work there, right?" Okay, Real report is interesting. The same way. Yeah, but there's a difference between sitting in that chair and not being allowed to jump in the pool and actually jumping in the pool and, and cooling off. I mean. Yeah, but not for the dude who's sitting in the chair. Do lifeguards really not like going to any pool? I don't know. Like, I could tell you this. If I was a, you know, like a ranger at a golf course, making sure golf? everyone. Yeah, I still would want to yeah, golf the days I'm, I'm not working. I would too, actually. Well, see, there right. you go, George, because I know you're a golf fan. Touche. Yeah. Touche. Are hey. there any other players that you want to? Do you want? Who do you not want to wrap in bubble so wrap? You got you. All right. You, yeah, where are we stopping the, here? Listen, the people who I want to wrap in bubble wrap are way fewer than the people who I wouldn't mind seeing play. Like Roshan Johnson, play him, right? Of course. Like the, Travis Scott, play play the new play the new rookies. What about Darnell Wright? Uh, he's a rookie. No. What do you mean? No. He, don't he's, play Darnell, he's, right? He's, what are you not? He's, he's a contact player who hasn't had much contact in practice. He's a rookie. He needs reps. He, How's he going to get better? You, you, you know what? You said, Sylvie, we got to jump. We got we to get out there right away against the, the Packers. Packers. The yes. first quarter. Yes. And blah, blah, blah. We can beat the Packers, but I'm okay with the first quarter it being a little slow because I want – I think this team is going to surprise a lot of people, but they're not going to surprise a lot of people if, if uh, you know, DJ Moore tears his ACL or if. Uh, well, don't Beal... you even utter those words. Yeah, how dare like, you, how dare how you dare George? You. Don't you even utter those words. You psychos are like, play them, play them. Get them out there. Yes, yeah. within reason. Yeah, that's yes. right. And then you have, they're and not then farmers, you have some they're undrafted... football players. Are we sitting them some... against the Colts, too, for uh, the, the dual practices? Practice? Listen, they're going to get, George, do you realize that next week they are actually going to put themselves in harm's way much more frequently in Indy than they will on tomorrow. 
yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not okay with it. 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 What does Stacey Listen. King say? If you're scared, go buy a dog. I have a dog. Well, then let scared. that dog protect you. My dog is the best dog in the world. He's the bestest boy. His name is Denzel Washington, and I love him with all oh, of my heart. I love it. I'm surprised you but, didn't name him after like a, a bear player. Uh, no, because every time I get a Bears jersey, they the the player ends up leaving and breaking my heart. Um, so here's the thing: you wrap him in bubble wrap right before the Packers game. You unwrap him in bubble wrap, and then you take that bubble wrap and you pop the bubbles because that's so much fun. Yeah, and then you risk being very, very rusty against your your greatest rival and getting off to a bad start, and that's right. not something that Sylvie wants to see. We're not George. developing. Yeah, I mean. All right, you know what? Get back to selling houses. I hope hope this doesn't come back and bite you both in the butt. What's your featured listing? Give us your featured listing. What do you What do you got? What's your What's Uh, your big listing? I I got some good stuff. I got a two flat in Austin, which is going to go. I have a two flat coming up in Oak Park, which is going to go. It's just It's going to be a fun little fall for George. It's been a good time to be a realtor, hasn't it? Uh, the cherry, it's, it's tough, Wild, to be honest with you, and I'm sure a lot of realtors would agree. There's not a lot of inventory, uh, due to, you know, the interest rates dropping sub three in 2020. A lot of people are not selling their houses because of it. Um, but I feel like, you know, it's, it's starting to pick up a little bit again. I'm excited for the fall, the fall boom. And what would be the cherry on top is watching my team play the entire season without being injured. You, you know, we've got especially an especially in the preseason. We've got an injury attorney in RJ Curcio. We don't have an official realtor of of the Waddle and Sylvie show. George is you our official need, realtor. You need to partner with the show, George. We need to talk about I, you. Hey, hey, I would love that. Well, gentlemen, I would love that. All right, and that that right there makes me horny don't sell houses scared george (laughs) yeah i know he's horny that would be the tagline he's never not horny. and i'm george and that makes me horny whether or not realtor porn is his thing (laughs) really (laughs) all right george see ya i get out of here George. there's maybe the future realtor of the waddle and sylvie show (laughs) be careful um is it javen in elmwood park did i say your name right yes javen what's going on Oh wow! I can't believe I actually picked up. Huh? Okay. Uh, what do you think we uh, do? Uh, just yeah, to be on on. We're not gonna do that. No, it's just it's my first time doing this, so I don't know how to work. You gotta you um, gotta talk into the phone, though. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, that's better. Okay, so I was calling about the preseason game. Um, I, I definitely agree that we should play our starters because they need to continuity, especially with um, our O line and Justin Fields. But what I do disagree on is the fact that he shouldn't be allowed to run. Um, like we have to realize that Justin Fields' primary goal is not to run. That's his secondary option. So when no one is open or the O-line is giving up pressure, um, what he's going to do is he's going to run. So I don't believe dirting it or throwing it out of bounds is going to improve his passing whatsoever. He's he's a football player, so he wants to make plays, so he's not thinking about my development when he's got when he has fifty million other things to think about as a quarterback. Javen, this is where risk reward the analysis comes into play for me personally, because what what's my reward? That he'll make a spectacular play in preseason? Seen that. What's the risk? 
that he could get hurt and he may not be available for the season opener. So when I do the risk-reward evaluation in the preseason, I'm always going to lean towards whatever protects my quarterback most. And I'll sacrifice some of the reward to minimize most of the risk. So for me, the upside is not worth the downside here. So if, in fact, a play breaks down or the rush comes to him, I've seen him evade that. And and my, my guess is when the season kicks off for real, if that happens, he'll be able to evade that rush the way he did last year for the majority of the season. But I need him to be available on the opening game of the season, so I want to minimize the risk. So throw it in the stands as far as you can. Throw it at the feet of the guy that's trying to take your head off. But under no circumstances yes. in my world are you allowed to tuck and run. Yes. I, I, and I would say during film study, hey, that's a play I normally would run. But this is this sure. our, our game plan was to dirt it here. We know what we would do when if the game would count. That's where you do protect yourself. See, this is, this is how and, – and that's another step in maturity. What did Jalen Hurts do last year better than Justin did? I mean, there were several things, but most importantly, when you watch the Eagles, I thought Jalen Hurts did a brilliant job minimizing the hits he took. He got all that he could get, and then at times he'd get out of bounds. I think that it would be great for Justin to look at some of that film of Jalen Hurts last year when there are moments where getting that extra yard isn't worth the extra hit you're going to take. Get out of bounds. You got the first down. So instead of gaining 17 yards, I get it, you gain 15. But you don't take the risk of taking that extra hit. So, like, this is just a process. All of it's a part of the, the, you know, the process that he's going to have to go through. So I'm... Wasn't one of the times he got hurt, too, in Atlanta when he was out of bounds and he still got hit? Like, don't, don't run at all, even if you think you're getting out of bounds. Dirt it. Get rid of it. I can guarantee you that... That that if Jalen Hurts is playing for the Eagles in preseason, they're telling him the same yeah, thing. Same thing. Yeah. Don't take any hits. Wayne downtown, you're on ESPN one thousand. What's up, Wayne? Wayne O. Wayney. Wayne. Wayne going once. Wayne going twice. Is that Wayne Larravee? Because he had a, a Packers-related question. It was not Wayne Larravee. No? And it was we could have asked any, him about uh, was, Jordan Love. was in any Wayne. Justin in LaGrange. What's up, Justin? Hey, how's it going, fellas? Happy Friday. Same you too. too. Hey, man, I just wanted to call and, you know, give my two cents about uh, this preseason game. And just like George, man, I do not want to risk getting my season upended early when it doesn't matter. I mean, if we want to think about it from other sports – how many top lottery picks got injured in uh, summer league this year? You know, and they had to go out and be done. And now we're thinking, oh man, this is going to be bad for the uh, this NBA team in the beginning. We do not need that happening to us. Last year in preseason, you know, Justin Fields went out there, did a little bit. We thought we was going to see a lot more first eight games, and it was pretty trash. I want us to focus. Can do that slide and celebration that he did in the rain after the 49ers, which I thought was the best celebration all year. The only the only thing I'll, I'll bring up, Justin, in your comp is summer league isn't preseason. Um, these guys, rookies in the NBA, are going to play preseason games. Wembenyama, who played one summer league game, I think it was two. He played two. Played two. Um, then they he shut is, him down. He is going to play preseason basketball for the Spurs and most of them. Yeah. So I want Justin to play. And I again, I, I he's not playing the entire game. We want him to play smart football. 
I think you can do it with a plan, and we'll play some Getsy later. Thayer, I think, is going to be very interesting to talk to here. Um, But I think so many people depend on Justin. They're all... Football is the ultimate team sport of 11 guys being tied together to accomplish one play. They all need to play together. And I want them all out there for some continuity. Someone, a caller, used that word. And I think that that's what fits best. I agree. All right. Waddle's World is coming up next. Tom Thayer at 4 o'clock. We've got today unveiled the number one greatest moment in the last 25 years in Chicago sports. We'll relive that. It was an event that we were both at. And uh, more of your phone calls, 312-332-3776. I think I have the wrong spot here. This is the one I was looking for. Hey, are you ready for a new sports bar experience? Check out one of the newly remodeled Club Hawthorne Betting Bars in Crestwood, Joliet, Villa Park, or in a dozen locations throughout Chicagoland. Find your spot at HawthorneBettingBars.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER to get help. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Welcome to Waddle's World. Come inside. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Weird. Get weird. Weird. Get weird. 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 Brought to you by our great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. Find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us member FDIC. Did you see Phil responded, Phil Mickelson, to the allegations from the upcoming book about his gambling issues? Phil uh, tweeted out, I never bet on the Ryder Cup. While it was well, it is well known that I always enjoy a friendly wager on the course. I would never undermine the integrity of the game. I have also been very open about my gambling addiction. I have previously conveyed my remorse, took responsibility, have gotten help, and have been fully committed to therapy that has positively impacted me, and I feel good about where I am now. So you asked me yesterday how I felt about him gambling. If, in fact, that is true, and he never bet on the Ryder Cup, then I have no problem with Phil gambling in the manner in which he did it was his i think i think the number i gave you was at 858 bets of two hundred twenty thousand dollars or more it's incredible i i saw some journalists uh, arguing about this on social media yesterday did you i did a shocking that social media would provide a platform for arguing i, I forgot who they were but they were they were like guys who aren't usually hot takers was one of them uh was Herrig? was a is is in Herrig a guy? Bob, Bob, Herrig? Bob, Herrig. Bob Herrig. yeah and then, and then who's uh, one of the 60 Minutes guy who we really like? To... Oh, David Faraday? No, 60 Minutes journalist, journalist, and I think maybe HBO, too. We've had him on once or twice. But anyway, whoever they are. Mike Wallace? No, 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 no sports guy, though. Anyway, listen. Armin Kittayan. There you go. Yeah, that's, I you got it. it. You I, speak I, so Thank me. you. Yeah. So I believe it was Catan arguing. Uh, I they were arguing whether or not the intent was there. He may not have bet on it, but did he try to bet on it, and the bet wasn't placed? That that I think like so he's saying he didn't bet on it. 
Was it because the bet wasn't placed? Was he talked out of it? I don't know, but what if he woke up in the morning and wanted a random player wants to bet on himself but doesn't? Do we hold that against him? Well, did he he made the phone call to that guy, right? Well, that, allegedly. Right. Yeah, allegedly. And, 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 like, the guy thought he was nuts to do it. And, and so I don't know what to believe. That's a lot of big bets. I don't think one this, billion dollars in bets. I don't believe this was made up out of the blue. I don't believe all of a sudden, eleven years later, someone's making up that Phil Mickelson tried to bet on the Ryder yeah, Cup. Yes, yes. I, I don't. don't I don't. All, all of a sudden, that's being made up. I'm not sure. There's something. There's some smoke here. Smoke. Well, maybe, and maybe the and, and and maybe he's right that the bet was never placed, but. There's something there. So does that change how you feel about Phil? I don't know. I, I, not, I don't know how I really feel about him to begin with. Like, I, I think there's been a lot of warts on Phil. There's stuff on Phil that yeah. we all know. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of warts on a lot of people yeah. in the world of sports. And other places. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, um, Orioles broadcaster Kevin Brown will return tonight as expected after being taken out of the booth since July 23rd. And he tweeted, Kevin Brown did. Yes. He said, O's fans, I'm a storyteller and never wanted uh, or never want to be a part of the story. The most compelling story in baseball right now is the story of the league leading Baltimore Orioles, the best, most exciting young uh, team in the American League. He went on. Oh, he did? Yeah. What so, else did he say? said, unfortunately, recent media reports have mischaracterized my relationship with my adopted hometown Orioles. The fact is that I have a wonderful relationship with the organization and our ownership and front office has fully supported me since 2019 when I first came aboard. You wonder if one of the Angelos really? and it took over his Twitter account. I ask that everyone disregard the distracting noise of the past few days. I've worked closely with the O's uh, Senior Vice President Greg Bader for the past four years and John Angelos, and I have a solid dialogue based on mutual respect. We're all good here in Birdland. I'm proud to be an Oriole called Baltimore Home, and there's no place in baseball I'd rather be now and for the long haul Go O's. Now, three, Kevin Brown! 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 Really? They took him off the air July 23rd for basically bringing the game notes to the audience. It, it is a weird tweet, isn't it? But it's his life. Yeah. It sounds like someone wrote that for him and told him to post that. Right. While maybe uh, his like, hands were tied behind his back. And he was in a dark closet. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was something placed over his head. He needs to be freed, I think. I think they... <laughs> Tyler and I were discussing this. Like, if I were him, I think I'd try and parlay this into a different gig. Unless he really enjoys living in Baltimore. Well, he's getting to call games for, like he said, a very exciting team. So, he sounded a little bit like Carmen DeFalco as a Sox fan there, didn't he? But the other part, too, <laughs> I is he, he did a little. He's the television guy. So, sure, it's an exciting team, but this ride ends at the end of the regular season for him. Didn't John Miller recently say, because I know people have cited John Miller, what they did to John Miller. They showed him the door, too, didn't they? Yeah. John Miller, I believe, recently was interviewed in the wake of this saying, the best thing to ever happen in his career was that the Orioles let him go. That's the Robbie Gold 
situation. Robbie will tell you the best thing that happened to him was the Bears let him go. Yeah, but that was because Robbie then like refocused his energy and maybe got, maybe got maybe Miller did the same thing. I don't know. I think John Miller was always highly regarded. Yes, he was still one and of the I, best. I, I get it. I guess so was Robbie. Robbie had a great maybe. Maybe John Miller. I don't know. I don't listen to Orioles baseball. I'm just saying there are plenty of people out there that see the you know the moment of adversity is the thing that that I they think, needed at the time. I think John Miller said it was, was the best because he got that yeah, out. Yeah, okay, yes. that's fair. That's as what well. he was talking about. Sure. So he doesn't have uh, Soxholm syndrome the way that Carmen does. Uh, the Chiefs, okay, everybody, they're going to limit Patrick Mahomes to just the first quarter of the preseason opener, okay? What That's if it. he gets hurt? Just getting into the flow, Reed said when asked about the benefits of preseason reps for Mahomes. Going through warm-ups, the juices are going a little bit more than what they do in practice. It's a gradual ramp-up. So all of you out there that are, you know, are angry, take it up with Andy Reid, who's got the best quarterback in the league in the last several decades. So, I just don't get it. I'm sorry. I don't get it. I don't get the, all the angst from all of you people. Uh, Devontae Adams leaves practice with apparent leg injury. Can happen in practice, too. Yeah, Oh, yeah, especially in practice. Yeah. Uh, we told you the story. I, I gave it to you and we talked about it earlier today, but I thought this was such a really good story yesterday the end of the, uh, the, end of the show about Philip Rivers. And the 49ers, he was the contingency plan. Uh, we never really talked in depth about, you know, who would you pursue in another situation. But I just thought this Kyle Shanahan to me is one of the most interesting people in the NFL because most coaches probably because they think that they're protecting national secrets would have never let you in on that. Would have kept that close to the vest. But Kyle Shanahan's telling you, look, if we had gotten past the Eagles, we're probably going to call Philip Rivers. And then weren't you guys talking about whether or not that was even legal to do? And Well, no, it, it probably is legal if he was going to do it. I was just saying in other sports, I believe it's illegal. Like in baseball, don't you have to be on a roster by September 1st to be eligible by the postseason? Like, and I remember like when the Bulls added, do you remember this years ago in like 97? Do you remember Brian Williams? He's no longer with us. He, he changed his name to Bison Daylight. Right. Like, they I had to know. add him by a certain date for him to be on the postseason roster. Like, it wasn't, it's not like you can add someone to your roster for the NBA Finals. It, it, there are a lot of sports where you just can't pluck a free agent into the NBA Finals. Football's a rare exception, it sounds like. Where all of a sudden you could just add a quarterback? Well, maybe <laughs> that the is Super Bowl. I, I don't know why it's you can do it in football, but you can't do it in other sports. That's really that is strange. Maybe because you know, the NFL is like, yeah, sure. Like you really? have to you have to have a postseason roster eligible, and I know in baseball you can you can change who's on it and who's not, but I believe they all have to be eligible by a certain day. But, but in football, apparently not. That is quite weird. I don't fully understand And, it, and again, could Brady... Now, you say because he's he's an ownership guy. Yes. I don't think Tom Brady's eligible to play because of his ownership stake. He would have to divest himself of that. Put it in like a little holding company or something. Like, you would think... 
the, the Niners would be the perfect team for Brady to do this. Well, I thought all and, along and for that him, that was going to be a possibility. Keep yourself in shape. Listen, I always have a lot of intrigue regarding the, the San Francisco 49ers. But their quarterback situation is going to be very interesting to watch. Trey Lance, uh, I was watching Get Up today. Courtney Cronin was on Get Up today. Oh, was she? she was. I missed Get Up today. Yeah, a fabulous performance, as expected. But but Greeny was talking about how he hears Trey Lance has had a really good camp. I would think that Brock Purdy is your starting quarterback opening game of the season. And and Shanahan has said more good things about Sam Darnold, I think, than anybody. So to watch them, how they handle the quarterback position, I think is going to be really, really interesting. What do you think of my bet tonight? Uh, I know you made a little Chicago bet. I, I bet on the Phillies tonight. It, it's very random. I don't know. Are you you have Phillies twins, right? Yeah, I have Phillies twins. Figured the Phillies, and I'm on the run line. The Phillies have got to win by two, and I boosted it up because I got a 50% boost. Phillies are doing that thing like they do in the second half of the season. And they make their run. Dallas Keuchel is pitching for the Twins. <laughs> okay. I think they're going to chase him from the building tonight. I'm just saying, just telling you. It's interesting. I don't have a great feeling either way for You it. made a little Chicago parlay, didn't you? Yeah, so you could boost your bets, uh, by, like you said, on DraftKings by 50%. So both the Cubs and the Sox are dogs. Again, so I know they're dogs. So I bet the Cubs to win just outright on the money line. I bet the Sox because I'm rooting for the Sox tonight hard because they're playing the Brewers on the money line. I boosted it up. You got Michael Kopech on the bump tonight yeah. for the White Sox. He had a good game last game, didn't he? He did. I gave him, He think he gave up three dongs the start before. So, yeah, but last game. We're good. talking about last game, though, yeah. Otto. Yeah, I know. So, um, I, I boosted it 50%. I put $10 down to win $80. Look at you. Why I not? Still think Why not? It's worth a yeah, run. Of course. It's worth a run I on know. a Friday night before the Bears game tomorrow. I'm staying in. I'm laying low. No drinks tonight? No drinks. I drank last night. Um... I just completely forgot what about I was going to ask baseball you. Baseball bat. Phillies, Dallas Keiko. No. Uh-uh. Baseball bat, Dallas. Nope. Uh, about uh, Kopak. Nope. White Sox, Cubs, nope. Toronto. Uh-uh. No, Drinks. I completely blanked right there. 50% boost. I had a moment right no. there. I was just going to ask you about something, and now it's going to piss me off. Food. Beverage. I can't do it. Football. Right. No. Uh, when we Trey come Lance, back, I'm going to kick Brock myself. No. You know what? I'm not going to break it until I found out what it was. Come on, bird brain. <laughs> you can what do was it? It was about baseball. It was a baseball play. It was a baseball thing. I, I, what, what were you talking about baseball? We, you, you mentioned your bat. This wasn't about your bet. No. This wasn't about my bet. No. This was another bet you were possibly thinking about. I didn't think it was a bet. I had a baseball thought. It just evaporated. Pete Rose. No. Cincinnati Reds. No. Cubs and Sox next week. Who cares? Pedro Grafal playing Tim Anderson at second base. No, I've already given you that thought. I'm going to see whether or not if they're listening to me. Is the lineup out yet? Is the setup for tonight's game? Do we see that? I'm going to see if Pedro took my advice it's tonight. set up for tonight's game. Yeah. Guys, is the setup for tonight's game out? Yeah. They tell you who's playing. Okay, I've got the lineup. Tim Anderson's at short. You guys are just missing the boat here. Elvis Andrews, is, uh, he's playing second base. Hitting a robust 225. we got to keep him there. 
Everyone, we we need a W tonight. So Elvis has got to go three for four. By the way, Liam Hendricks spoke today about the clubhouse situation. Oh, he did. Just, I want to he hear just that. sent in the tape. Excellent. We'll do that and a little something we call uh, Florida or Ohio. That's next. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation. Public drunkenness. Exotic animals. Dumb criminals. Random stabbings. Or maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery. Everything's on the table. It's the Sunshine State versus the Buckeye State as we play Florida or Ohio. And as always, listeners, feel free to play along at home. Absolutely play along at home. Pour yourself a glass of 19 Crimes wine in the process. They bring you Florida or Ohio. We absolutely love them. 19 Crimes Wine tells the story of rule breakers who beat the odds and became infamous. Pick up a bottle today and live infamously on your own terms. All right, Tyler, what do you got? Man caught hiding heroin and crack in his buttocks. This is the frequent move. It seems like the go-to for is that some of these crack fellas. in the crack? Crack in the crack. Yes, it is. A uh, man was arrested after deputies found him hiding drugs in a very personal place. Uh, deputy pulled over Derek McKay for speeding, and when he started to talk to McKay, he noticed he seemed nervous and that there was a smell of marijuana. McKay well, claimed, he's nervous because he had crack in his crack. He claimed he didn't have anything illegal in his custody, but deputies investigated further. He then proceeded. Uh, he then uh, confessed to hiding narcotics in his buttocks. He proceeded to remove. Can I get a twenty, real quick? Yeah. There are enough examples. This is a public service announcement for those trying to hide illicit drugs. Yeah. The buttocks is not the spot anymore. Okay? Where, where are you doing yeah, it? I, I don't know, but the buttocks is advice? not it. It's not it. You, I mean, like, they're going to search you at some point. Do you want to guess how many small baggies he Ooh. removed? 13. I'm going to go 20. 20? You got a guess, Miller? Uh, he's in the butt. it, write it, and go 21. <laughs> uh, Sylvie was by far and away the closest. There were only 12. Oh, oh only 12. Was, was right yeah. there. 13's a I good guess. I would think, okay, and I'm not a doctor. If you have those things up there, you are just as much at risk as if you actually put them in and you swallow them and they're in your stomach. No? I don't know. Maybe the stomach acid is going to eat through it, and all the next thing you know, you're in trouble because you got a belly full of heroin and crack. I don't know the process, but I'm. I, but I, my, I, my point is, is like, what I mean, is can the pro- they what find is- them if they're in your stomach? I know well, they you can might start to act up a little bit. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're creating well, a science for, project in your stomach. First there. of all, we're going to Tampa for this, okay? Yeah, I think there's. But, but but I just like again stop doing this. This is not you're not hiding it. This, this is if they feel that you may be hiding drugs, they're gonna check you. They're gonna check your buttocks. They just are. I'm going uh, Jacksonville. One of the old. You went old. Right, yeah, I went ground, to the. Yeah. I went to the uh, to the uh, the west coast of the state. You're gonna go to the east coast of the state, right? Isn't Jacksonville on the east side of Florida? I've never been to Jacksonville. No, it's further north, it's north too. Yeah. I think it's north and on the Atlantic side as opposed to the Gulf side. Maybe wrong, but I think that that's the case. 
Mellor, do you have a uh, suggestion as I, uh, to where this I may want, take place? You know place? what? I want somebody to be a winner today, so I'm going to go ahead and take the entire state of Ohio. It took place in Bunnell, Florida. Look, Jeff, we do some crazy stuff in the Buckeye State. That ain't oh, one stop. of them. That ain't one of them. Oh, don't act like nobody's ever. Nope, not in Ohio. Hidden drugs in their nope. butt in Ohio. No. You know, it's no. happened in uh-uh. Florida. It's happened in Ohio. Nope. Not, not true. It's only a population twenty six seventy six. Now it's twenty six seventy five because he's been shipped out. It is the west side of the state. Thank you. Is it anywhere it near like, Tampa? It looks like equidistant between Jacksonville and Orlando. Okay. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Miller doesn't care. Again, I'm surprised he even he participated because there's still a Premier League game on right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. All right, so coming up next, we'll talk to Tom Thayer. At 4.30, I think it's a good time to play the Liam Hendricks sound. Uh, he spoke today about the uh, cultural, the uh, clubhouse culture for the White Sox. I'm interested to hear what he's going to say. Is he going to deny it? Is he going to, how's he going to, to spin it or lean into it? So we'll talk to Thayer coming up next. His thoughts on, on how long the starters should play, who he's excited about seeing. We'll get a, a preview from Tom Thayer coming up next.